0: weight but i love food and i really fall into my cravings you know i love food i really want to lose weight and i want to work out but somehow every workout regime that i try just does not work out hello everyone welcome or welcome back to my channel and life goes on my tanvi i am tanvi and this is my youtube channel and on my podcast depending on what you're listening to where you are a very warm welcome to all of you Well, I think I have sort of like perfected my intro. I believe I have, no? I think I have. Okay, so today's episode is actually super special because this is, um, in this episode, I'm gonna share certain tips and tricks where you can uh, create your own diet chart, your customized diet chart. You You can find out The diet chart, the exercise regime that would suit you, that would fit you. That does not necessarily ask you to restrict everything and anything. That's not like one size fit all solution. But like it's all customized to you. So it can include whatever food you want to include, you feel you should include. But I'm going to give you a step by step guide on how to reach your healthiest version okay i would not say that how to lose weight or how to gain weight necessarily but how to just reach your healthiest body whatever it is and whatever we need so human body naturally knows what it needs and when it needs for example when it feels hungry what it needs to eat and where to find that food but over the course of time we with the help of diet culture media and you know sort of these personas of how human body is supposed to look like on what is the correct size what is the correct bmi what is the perfect uh, weight height everything what are, what is the perfect calorie count for a day what is the perfect food intake? What is the imperfect food intake? We sort of get stuck in this web and we are unable to know what diet to follow, which one to follow, what should be our perfect weight? Are we really not good enough? Can we really be good enough by following certain things and how to really be healthy and okay with it. All these, all these cultures and all this like projection of diet and set standards and everything creates an unhealthy relationship with food. We love to eat, but we don't know whether we should eat or not. And when we eat, we sort of feel very guilty. That why did we, why did I eat? And then either you would overexert and overexercise, or we would begin to starve ourselves. So it's like a huge, huge, huge imbalance of our relationship with food and our relationship with food is like one of the most essential relationships ever right because we need food to survive to live to do our daily tasks in a healthy way so if our relationship with that one thing that we need to survive and live a healthy life is unhealthy then imagine how can we live a healthy mind a a healthy life or like have a healthy mind. So before I go on and talk about, firstly, I'll introduce you to certain unhealthy behavioral patterns. I would just like to say that if in case you have been diagnosed officially with some eating disorder, whatever it is, I would really not ask you to replace this video with any kind of professional help. It's better to seek a professional, uh, proper uh, and personal guidance is what I would like to say instead of you know following some set standard I would really appreciate if you could just understand us like a a get a professional guidance okay but at the same time use this video uh, for just for knowledgeable purposes and see if it works for you as well so an unhealthy relationship with food might look like what I just described in the beginning you know over exercising starving binge eating or uh, then feeling guilty about eating uh, or craving certain foods that you know are not good for you, eating even when you are completely full or not eating even when you are starving, taking laxatives or you know other things in order to throw up or take that food out of your system so that you can compensate for the binging or the overeating that you just did. So uh, this is all, these are all signs of an extremely unhealthy relationship with food Uh, there are different kinds of eating disorders i will not get in depth especially not in this episode so you can google them there's bulimia there's anorexia and there are a number of other uh, eating disorders for example avoidant eating restrictive eating so other things but before that let's understand what creates an unhealthy relationship so is diet culture really needed? So do we really need to follow these diets like keto and everything? So before again, I go on and talk about the diet culture and its impact on our mental health. Again, I would like to say that if if in case any set diet works for you then it works for you okay you don't have to uh, completely disregard something that is working for you if it's making you feel healthy if it's making you feel better if it's making you um, i don't know come out of a, a difficult stage in your life if it improves your relationship with food if it doesn't give you unnecessary cravings as well so that's then that's completely up to you to follow any kind of diet that you like to follow okay the aim of this episode is to only help you heal, understand and heal your relationship with food. Now, the first thing that we need to understand is the fact that each one of us is extremely different, right? We all have different body structures. We all have different likes, dislikes. We all have different ancestors. We all have different genetics. So we have different developments, different conditions, climatic, climatic conditions, everything. Different allergies, whatnot. Now, when we are so different from each other, Why do we keep comparing ourselves, having set standards? Why do we think that the same diet that worked for your friend would work for you? You know, so what usually happens is, for example, your friend might have uh, been following some diet regime or uh, some sort of a weight loss program. And then they come and they recommend the same thing to you. Now you go and take up the course and then the course is exactly the same for you as well. But you are somehow unable to follow through or you're unable to reap the benefits out of it. You're not able to reach or or lose weight, okay? So I'll talk about the weight loss concept as well. So firstly, let's understand that there's, you know, this idea of having one size fit all solution is really very unrealistic, is more unrealistic than we can ever think, okay? When we are all so different, we should all have customized diets as per our own body's requirements. And who is better to tell us about what our body, our likes and dislikes and our body's needs are than Mm -hmm. our body itself. So, you know, no random person can really ever tell you what you need for your own body and for your own spirit, for your own mind. Okay. So now the second thing that we need to keep in mind is the weight loss concept. Why do you really need to lose weight? Now we might usually come up with the BMI thing. Okay. That yes, this is the standard BMI and I want to reach this BMI. Good. But your reasons for weight loss should only uh, be that um, I want to get healthy. I'm not necessarily lose weight okay when your ambition is to only lose weight then you will lose your uh, ambition very soon and then your ambition will not be focused on being fit and healthy as to what is the natural shape of your body which might not be 36 26 36 okay that's usually not the natural shape of most of our bodies so with a decent amount of and and decent workout and a proper regular healthy diet with a little bit of you know here and there fulfilling our cravings as well we need we all have a specific body type which does not always mean that you know it's all curvy or it's all obese it it is irrespective of what our weight is of what the set standards are now all these uh, unhealthy relationships with food are sort of like and uh a need to control okay why we want to lose weight is because we we sort of think that when we have a sense of control over our over what we eat over how much we eat and the way we look we will have a control over our mindsets but that really rarely ever works okay even if you lose a lot of weight you would still feel depressed and stressed and that is not how it would work ever even if you look the like if you even if you're the prettiest person in the room you will still not be able to heal your mindset so there are two care systems here okay the diet mentality sort of is from the west that is uh called the illness care why whereas in the east or especially in countries like in in our country like india we have access to a beautiful uh regime and field called ayurveda Now what happens with the uh, approach in the East that is the illness care is that for example you have stress, you eat, you binge eat and hence you have illness, you have illness, you have stress, you have stress, you eat, then you have illness, then you have stress. So we only focus on the illness. We don't focus on why we are eating. When the root cause of binge eating, of unhealthy eating, of dieting, of over exercising is stress, is psychological, but we completely disregard it and we think that a diet chart or, or, you know, just following certain external medications would actually cure our problems. But yes, like although it does cure it, it does help us lose weight, it does help us cured the the illness but it really does not help us uh, taking the preventative care that is it does not kill the root cause it does not work on the root cause that is stress that is your psychological problems on why you are acting a certain way now, the first step that you have to do in order to create your diet chart is that you have to delete all your fitness trackers. You have to stop checking your weight. You have to let go of, uh, I don't know, whatever apps you have on phone, which keeps a count, which keeps a calorie count, whatever it is, whatever it is, just delete all of that. Now what is the most demotivating factor is our expectations. We expect that, okay, I have been following a specific diet for one week, I should lose 2 kgs so at the same time we start our diets only to lose weight or only to keep a specific calorie count and not to again get fitter and healthier. So, because again we're not going to follow any set standards in this diet i would really recommend that first step is to delete all these fitness stackers stop checking your weight every day and uh stop keeping a calorie count that's the first step easy right so the second step that that would be helpful is for you to create a hunger scale okay so a hunger scale varies from zero to ten okay so zero to three is when you are extremely hungry and when you're sort of starving yourself. And seven to ten is when you have sort of overfed yourself. You're supposed to feed your stomach from four to six. Okay, this has to be your range of feeding yourself. So you'll have to ask yourself every single time like am I hungry? Am I really hungry or am I just feeling Uh, Or am I just eating out of habit, am I just eating out of an impulse, am I really hungry? Now the third thing, because we have established in the beginning of this video that having an unhealthy relationship with food is sort of like gaining a sense of control, trying to gain a sense of control but failing at it, wanting a sense of control but failing at it, feeling guilty for failing, feeling ashamed for failing, okay. So again we'll have to release control. Now the third step in order to release control, just like the first step where we've deleted all the fitness trackers and and all these apps, is that you have to give yourself permission to eat whatever you desire, whatever you would like to eat. So ask ask yourself what it is that you want to eat, okay? So you'll have to, before every meal or whatever, you know, whenever it's the time to prepare, you have to ask yourself, what do I want to eat? Now, let's understand this from this perspective. Studies show that when children given a chance to make decisions and judge on what they la- would like to eat for themselves, they, they actually end up making much wiser and healthier food choices for themselves. So, children are extremely connected to their own intuition and what their body is trying to tell them. Hence, a child is always able to recognize what, what a child's body needs. But of course, over the time, over these years, we sort of uh, become very disconnected from our own bodies. Hence, we prefer paying a random stranger to tell us what is good for our bodies rather than listening to our own bodies. So, the third step that you have to do is that you have to give yourself the freedom. You have to release control and you have to give yourself the freedom to eat whatever you want to eat. Now, in this fourth step, you'll have to create a chart for yourselves, okay? So, you have deleted all the fitness trackers, you've given yourself permission to eat whatever you want to eat, and also you have a hunger scale to measure how much, uh, like, how, how satisfied, like, or how much you filled your tummy, okay? So, in this chart, what we're going to do is you're going to write down the food item, you're going to write down the emotion that you felt after you ate that, Then the next uh, step is, uh, or the next stage is the physical symptom. And next and after that is the um, hunger scale. Like how satisfied on your hunger level were you after you ate it? But make sure that you you, you create this diet chart or this or you fill this chart up the very next day and not immediately or or at least leave the emotions part for the next day and don't leave it uh, or, or and don't fill it right away because uh, some physical symptoms might arise after a few days for example gas or something like whatever you couldn't um, like you know whatever these physical symptoms they might arise a few hours later hence it's better to create a chart of uh, for today the next day for example today is fourth march i would be creating a chart for the third of march now what happens immediately after we fall uh, into our cravings for example you might have been craving pizza so you ate that pizza now uh, immediately you will feel a level of satisfaction that yes finally i'm overstuffed your hunger is like uh, 10 so you've overstuffed yourself with a pizza now your emotion is satisfaction okay although you might feel a little gassy but at the same time your emotion is satisfaction now the next day the emotion usually goes uh uh, like it sort of starts dripping on this emotional scale from satisfaction you begin to judge your satisfaction that am i really satisfied Did did i really do the right thing oh my god did i really make a huge mistake am i impacting my health that goes on to guilt and from guilt it goes on to shame that oh why am I so stupid why do I always do this why am I so silly why am I so this and why am I so that from shame it goes on to anger I can never do anything I'm I'm stupid I'm this and that All, all self-deprecating talks, all of these are very negative behaviors, all of these are extremely, extremely harmful behaviors and this is exactly why most of us are unable to reach our healthy body weights, are unable to have a healthy lifestyle and are unable to have a healthy relationship with food. Whereas your aim should be that from satisfaction you should go towards the right. So from satisfaction, you should feel fulfilled that wow, you know, I hate, I ate this amazing pizza yesterday. Wow, it was delicious. So instead of judging yourself, you stop judging yourself and you feel yourself and you start feeling fulfilled with what you ate. After you are fulfilled with what you ate yesterday even the next day you are happy oh my god yeah i know it was a boring day but you know i had this delicious pizza to eat yesterday it was so nice i'm just so happy after happiness comes bliss okay so now the problem with most of us is that we define our satisfactions and happiness very incorrectly we think that gaining a lot of pleasure is happiness whereas happiness is peace okay so making peace with food is much more important than then you know feeling uh, more pleasurable with food at the same time feeling pleasurable or feeling pleasure while you're eating and wanting to eat something that you really crave is also not a bad thing but feeling guilty for eating something that you wanted to eat is definitely very very harmful to you so this chart will help you understand how you react in like in sort of like and go in the left direction go towards the direction the like towards the left side and whereas your aim should be that next time you eat a pizza at least you should reach blissful stage right and if over time you are unable to reach this blissful stage with any food item it's about time that you stop, either you reduce the quantity or you sort of restrict whatever you are not doing, okay? So you sort of like ask yourselves, why am I not feeling bliss? Why do I not reach bliss? Why do I again reach either the judgment stage or shame or guilt stage every single time I eat a pizza? Should I not give myself the permission to eat pizza once in a while? Is it because I'm eating pizza too often? Is it because I'm eating pizza even when I know that it gives me physical problems? It gives me certain health issues that are that are sort of unavoidable and are harming and are giving me permanent damage? Or is it because? I don't know, I don't think that I love myself enough that even though I look fine and I don't need to lose weight and I know that eating a pizza once in a blue moon would not help me, would would not like make me gain weight. But at the same time, I don't think that I deserve to eat a pizza. Like I did not work hard enough in my life that I would deserve to enjoy a pizza. So these are certain mindsets that you would have to work on yourselves to help yourself reach the state of bliss after you finish every single meal. Now, the fifth step is that you need to keep a check on yourselves. So again, you maintain this chart and again, keep asking yourselves about why do you not feel satisfied or why do you not remain at least in the state of satisfaction after you've had a specific meal, even a day after? Like, why do you immediately feel guilty? Why By the next day, you want to overcompensate and why do you feel this? innate sense of guilt and shame inside of you why can you not just be happy with the fact that you ate pizza yesterday now the sixth step is where you begin to eliminate and accept certain food items for example you know that you've you ate a pizza you felt a little guilty after eating a pizza but now you can reduce the quantity of pizza like maybe you were eating too much pizza or maybe given your physical symptoms given your emotional symptoms for a while it's better for you to not eat pizza at all or maybe eat pizza after a long long time okay so so then that comes your personal diet chart on how you want to customize your own diet plans this will really help you gain more trust on yourselves most of us we trust an external person and we're ready to give tons and tons of money to a person uh, with uh, a diet plan whose diet plan we're not even sure would even work but we would still rather go to a stranger than to listen to our own bodies so again i repeat learn how to train your own bodies and how to trust yourself again now, the other thing that you would have to do is that you would have to, in general every morning after you wake up, you ha- you should stand in front of a mirror and tell yourselves that you are beautiful. When was the last time that you appreciated your body for the way it looked instead of criticizing yourselves? This is really the inner critic that you need to gain sort of like some sort of a control over, not like in, in like the controlling way that we spoke about in... initial stages which begins to give an unhealthy develop an unhealthy relationship with food not that kind of a control but like just build a relationship a, a good a good bonding with yourself tell yourself that you appreciate yourself tell yourself that you are fine the way you are most of us are obese so we if if in case you have weight disorders or body image issues it's definitely due to lack of self-love when we don't love ourselves enough either we begin to overfeed ourselves or we begin to starve ourselves because we think that we're not good the way we are and hence we have to achieve a specific goal and that race to achieve a specific goal or inability to achieve a specific goal impacts our mental health it impacts our mental health it impacts our physical health physical health impacts our mental health so we are stuck in this chain and what we are trying to do here is to break free from this chain. Now while you are eating whatever you're eating, while you're doing whatever you're doing, you have to keep two things in your mind which is the mindful aspect of this entire diet program which says that firstly you have to pray before and after every meal. So what happens with a prayer is that uh, for example you pray uh, for gratitude, the thank you God for, for this food. When you understand that prayer is what? You're speaking certain things that I am thankful for the food that I am eating. You understand that this thing that is there in front of you is something that you're very grateful for. That means that it is not something that everybody has the privilege to. If you are eating a pizza, there are people around in the world, across the world who probably do not even have one meal to eat in a single day. And people are dying out of starvation. Hence, we must be grateful for any kind of food that is there in our, on our plates. This would help us not be overly critical of whatever we eat. You know, It's like whatever we get to eat. So you would really appreciate everybody's cooking, all the food that you have access to. At the same time, this was, this would also help you avoid feeling shame or guilt for eating something that is so precious that you've gotten because you're so lucky and privileged. That's, uh, you know, so hence praying before and after a meal is super important during this diet. The next step is that you have to do mindful eating. That means that you do not have to eat while watching TV while, I don't know, watching a movie or doing like watching a series that you've already seen a million number of times. Whenever you're eating, eat on a table with pray pray and eat the food, like with honor eat it, whatever it is, I don't care what you're eating, but eat it with complete, complete attention. It has to be like sort of meditation, your entire attention has to be on food why because what would happen is that you know when we are just eating popcorn when we are watching a movie usually what happens is that our minds are in autopilot mode we don't really realize if our body is really in need do we really need to eat or uh, or, or are we just eating out of habit you know, are we just munching something because we just feel like it or are we really doing it because we like to do it? Is it something that we want to do it or is this, is it really a need? So in order to have a proper diet chart, it's important for you to follow mindful eating. Where certain things are okay, for example, talking to a loved ones, <laughs> you know, family that eats together, stares together. Always remember that. So you can eat, you can talk to your loved ones while you're eating, talk to somebody on call, but please avoid watching something on television because then your attention will be everywhere and human mind is not accustomed to multitasking. Naturally, human minds are good at only focusing on one task at a time now the ninth now the ninth that's nine the ninth step that you will have to do is to uh, accept any kind of movement this could be dancing this could be walk in the park this could be i don't know literally going up and down the, sca- the stairs accept any movement does not have to be rigorous Gymming does not have to be a lot of aerobics yoga anything like it can be everything and anything start small is something that's my suggestion and and uh, take it as a marathon and not a sprint you don't have to immediately start big and then burn out instead i would say take one day at a time and start very small and slowly increase your movement or whatever you you like like maybe you know maybe you can start with walking for 10 minutes a day now you increase it to 15 minutes the next day or the next week you increase it to 20 minutes the week after that and so on. So now we have a a diet chart and we have a movement of our choice that we like okay. So now the next thing comes like uh, most of us, we have a question that, okay, but then what if I'm not able to sustain this habit? Now what exactly is a habit? A habit is a behavior that we keep on doing over time ta- over time, and that sort of becomes uh, a- an automatic nature, uh, a second nature to us, okay? So it would be nice to have good habits, correct? So there's uh, one thing called a habit loop where you have a trigger. The trigger has a behavior, the behavior has a reward. So we will focus on positive positive reinforcement here. For example, the trigger is the smell of donuts. You smell donuts, oh wow, your behavior is either you eat it or you don't eat it. Now, when you eat it or you don't eat it, you have a reward. Whether uh, the reward could be, okay, fine, at least uh, I gave myself the permission to eat something today and I'm very proud of myself, depending on whatever your situation is. Or you gave yourself the permission to maybe not eat it today because this is not something that you needed, right? so uh, it's completely fine to not eat it but at the same time set a reward of course the reward should not be another donut so please avoid making the reward as some sort of a food item instead replace it with maybe i don't know watching a movie purchasing that bag that you've always wanted to purchase purchasing the, sh- the pair of shoes that you always wanted to whatever something tangible something that you can reward yourself with so with the help of this video i hope that uh, i don't know if this video was of any help please i would also like to say that don't forget to be kind to yourself. you're learning uh, new habits and habits take time usually healing uh, an unhealthy relationship with food takes around two years of time so don't be scared Uh, you'll be there that doesn't mean that you'll have to wait the entire two years to see the results but you will definitely see the results very immediately but you'll have to stay patient with yourselves so yes so that's all that i have for you today i hope this was helpful in some way and please do let me know and uh, please don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, and yes uh, and and life goes on. Take care, bye, bye!